Uh, today we want to discuss a very important thing. Uh, we want to get back to the roots. To the roots. Um, is purging our father's house. Amen. In the Bible, the house means your life. Amen. Jesus gave that example in Matthew 7. If you look at 24, 25, Jesus said, he said, a wise man builds his house. Amen. But what it means is his life. That's why he said, a wise man builds his house um, by the word of God. He says, a foolish man builds his house on the sand. The white man built on the rock. The word of God is the rock, right? But the, the tradition of men, philosophies of men, culture, put the sand. If you build on culture, on tradition, you are building on sand. There are people who are building their life on culture. This is our culture. This is our culture. They are building their life like this. They don't know that Jesus said, if you are building your life that way, you are building on sand. No foundation. But if you're building your life, you say, this is the word of God. That's why I'm doing it. It is the word of God. That's why I'm doing it. Jesus said, you are wise and you are building your house, your life on the rock. See that? So those things are the two things I want you to hold while we teach today. Amen. So that you know where you are building. So people think that because they are born again, every problem in their family is over because I'm born again. Because I'm born again. You know, some of us used to think like that. Uh, that if you are born again, then, then all this uh, uh, evil spirit they are talking about, it doesn't concern me because I'm born again. You know, maybe you think like that before. But that is not right. That is not right. There's nothing in the Bible that shows because you are born again, evil spirits will not will not attack you. No, there's nothing. You see, you see that they attack you if you are even born again, or if you are not born again, because of certain things which we will discuss today. Somebody say amen. Amen. There is one thing that will make them to be afraid of you. I'm going to tell you that as well. Amen. Yes. So, um, if you are born again, what you are is that you are now with Christ. The Bible says, if anyone is joined to Christ, he is one spirit. If you are joined to Christ, you become one spirit. The one spirit is the Holy Spirit. Amen. So that's why the Holy Spirit is the most important person in your relationship. Praise God. Don't allow anybody to talk you away mm. from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because if they succeed, you become empty and useless. Mm. Because without the Holy Spirit, there's no church. There's no church. I will not even step into any place where they say, uh, we don't believe in the Holy Spirit. Don't go. Don't go. Mm. Don't ever step into that place. Mm. Because it's empty. Because Jesus said, I'll give you another Comforter. Paracletos. Another comforter. That is another one like me. That I'm going to my father. Mm -hmm. That I'm going to send him mm -hmm. to walk with you. 
Amen. His name is the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. So if somebody say, ah, I don't believe in the Holy Spirit, I don't believe in speaking in tongues, it's empty. It's empty. Don't follow it. So that is a warning. So that is very, very important. That's why many Christians struggle. Many Christians struggle because no Holy Spirit. Wow. You know, it is like um, it is like an egg. If you have an egg, an egg uh, it is only only those um, things. There's no there's no fetus. There's no fetus. Uh, you know, maybe the the chicken or the hen have been uh, brooding over the eggs, and all others have are hatched. There's just one egg that doesn't hatch yes. because there's nothing inside. What is inside is just like water or you know nothing. Doesn't have no fertilization. So when you break it, just there's no egg there. So that is how the life of anybody without the Holy Spirit is no life. So this is very, very important. Now, why do Christians have trouble? Why do Christians have trouble? Now, there are many reasons, but one of the major reasons is their bloodline, their family. Every child of God is born in a family. Mm -hmm. And in those families, there are, are issues that are in the bloodline. We call it bloodline issues. Mm -hmm. these, these are issues you do not even know it. You do not know that when somebody in your bloodline commits or committed murder, mm -hmm. you do not know that it is in the bloodline of that family. Mm -hmm. They kill somebody. You have no idea that it is in the bloodline. Mm -hmm. And um, because your fathers or your forefathers did it, you think it is over. Mm. You see that? Mm. People think it's over. Mm. And uh, or people think it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to show you today that those things that are in the bloodline affect all of us. Mm. You see that? Otherwise, why should the sin of Adam yes. affect yes. you? Yes. You know that Adam committed sin and we say all of us are now sinners yes. because of Adam. Yes. So if you have sin in the bloodline that affects everybody. Mm. There are two sins. One is the original sin mm -hmm. which Adam committed yes. is already in our bloodline. Mm -hmm. But there's another sin which is the, the active sin which we, me and you, are committing actively. Mm -hmm. It is in our bloodline. You see that? So why are we committing those sins? Because somebody in our bloodline, our father or mother, has done something that entered into the blood. Uh, now, for example, if somebody is um, is a smoker, um, let me use that one because it's a very simple one. Uh, he smokes a lot, and then um, one of the child want to smoke. Uh, then you begin to ask, how did this child now want to smoke? Then you, when you find out, when you go in, you find out that there's something in the bloodline that is making him what to do what the father did. Yeah. You see that? The father was a robber or something, the, one of the child wanted to be a robber. Nobody taught them, nobody taught them. There's a language in the blood. Mm. You see that? There are families that have one particular sickness and every one of them will have it. Yes. Bloodline. There are families that have one particular behavior. Mm. Behavior. Everybody have it. There are families that have omen, something that happened to them at a certain age. 
you know, something happened to them suddenly. Everybody will start having it. And when, when this boy is born, then uh, they will say, you'll be like your father. You'll be like your father. <laughs> you see that? They are waiting. You see? So because of they understand the bloodline. And doctors also understand the bloodline. When you come to see the doctors, they, they say your family history. Yeah. They will ask you, did your father have high blood pressure, high yeah. tension? Yeah. You say yes. Did your mother, they will ask you those things. Why are they asking you? They understand the blood. Yes. They know that something is in the blood. Mm. You see? <laughs> mm. Are we there? Yes. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Um, now, you get to know these things if you want to overcome. I was listening to the dream of um, our, our sister. So you can see that that dream was um, uh, she had something in her room. Whenever you have something in your room, it's your life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your house. That's why Jesus said your house. Mm -hmm. He said a man should abuse his house by the word of God. Your house is you. It's your life. So when I have a dream that I am having a visitor coming inside my, I know that somebody is coming into my life. Mm -hmm. That's that what it is. So whatever you see in a house or a room is 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 you, is you, is your life. So those things that you see, what you need to do is just things you need to. When you wake up, you cut them away. You say this animal, you don't belong. I, I like her prayer. I like her prayer. She 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 did it. She did it. She, did it. she, she, she said you don't belong here. Get out. You see that. So that's the right thing to do. You have the right over your house. You see that. You are the caretaker. You are the caretaker of your house. So you can tell somebody just like we do in the physical. If somebody forces himself inside of your house, you say, No, I don't want you here. Go out. You see that? So that is also what we do. But why did that person come in the first place? Why did that person get entered in that place? There are reasons. Yes. You see that? Because right. they cannot come if there's no reason. Yes. Yeah, you right. see? So either the reason is that they feel that they belong there, mm -hmm. or they feel that they have rights. Mm -hmm. uh, some evil spirits, mm -hmm. when you do, or when there's a, a bloodline issue mm -hmm. in your bloodline, mm -hmm. if, if somebody has committed that, mm -hmm. for example, somebody is using drugs, mm -hmm. you know, but nobody knows he's secretly using the drugs, mm -hmm. And it's in your bloodline, mm. the spirit, pharmacia, pharmacia, the spirit of drugs, will try to enter into your house. Mm -hmm. You say, why do you want to enter? You say, yes, because in your bloodline, you, you like the drugs. Mm -hmm. So if you're not born again, you don't have power over them. Mm -hmm. If you're not born again, you cannot close that door. If you're not born again, they'll come in. And then you start hungry, you have hunger for drugs. You want to take it, you want to take it. You discover that, why do I want to do, why do I have appetite? It's a spirit inside. Mm. The spirits give you appetite. Yes. You see? So, but if you cast it, and that's why Jesus said, cast out, he said, cast out the spirit. Amen. And the, now, in the modern church, you don't see what Jesus said happening. I don't see people casting out devils here. You see that? But there are devils everywhere, but they don't, I don't see them casting them out. But, but, but look at the Bible. 
in the book of Mark 16, you know, one of the first things there is a casting out devil. Yeah. You see that? 16, 16, or 16 from 15 to, to 17. He tells this, this sign shall follow you in my name. He cast out devils. Come on now. Amen. Amen. Yes. But uh, what we are seeing is that many churches always bring um, a joker to come and say something. They laugh and laugh. But, but where are you? After you're laughing, the devil is still there, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he cast it out. Jesus said, cut them out. Mm -hmm. You see that? Mm -hmm. So that is what we uh, want to teach people in the church. If you don't do it to yourself, nobody has time to come and cast out your devils. Mm. You see that? You have to learn how to deal with them by yourself. Yes. You know, there's a person I want to talk to, uh, about us. Uh, I want to talk to us today, where we read, is, um, is Gideon. Gideon did it, and I will show you how he did it. So where we read in Judges 6, he said, then Gideon built an altar. Now, let's just... Maybe we have to go back um, to see how he did this. You know, Gideon in Judges um, 6. Let's go to Judges 6. So you will see that the father, your father's spirit, might be a reason why um, certain things are happening in your life. There are 24. He said, Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom, God of peace. Unto this day it is yet an offer of Abiezrites. And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Take thy father's young bullock even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw down the altar of Baal that thy father had, and cut down the grove that is by it. And do what? Build an altar unto the Lord thy God upon the top of the rock in the ordered place. And take the second bullock and offer a bond sacrifice with the wood of the grove, which thou shalt call out. Now, look at it. Look at what, what God is saying. Uh, Gideon, in his house, the father, the father had built an altar for another God, Baal. And this is where the problem of that family is. But it's been there for a long time. They say, my father's turn, you know. But it had been covering, it's been stopping progress. There was famine, and that was the reason. There was evil spirits everywhere. Everybody became sick, that was the reason. And the women are not getting married, that was the reason. And the enemies are coming and defeating them, that was the reason. And God revealed to Gideon, go and destroy that altar and build another altar for me. And use this animal, the two animals that have sacrificed it to me, I will come, and you will be the mighty man of God. Amen. Everything will change if you do this. Mm -hmm. Did Gideon do that? Yes. Amen. Gideon, before the, before the day, Gideon did it in the night. 
Gideon brought 10 people. Come and help me. You know, because this is a very big job to do. Can you imagine that destroying the father's altar? You know, where they have all these things, you go and destroy it. It's not easy, but Gideon did it. You know, before the day Gideon has called his friends, they destroyed the altar, called down the grove. You know, you know, there are trees they will they will plant there to their gods. They cut them down. Use everything for firewood and <laughs> they use the other one to sacrifice to God. And in the morning, everybody was saying, Come and see you. Who did this? Everybody was shouting. The whole village gathered. Who did this abomination? <laughs> they came to the father of Gideon. They said, Bring your son. Bring your son. Let's kill him because he has done some, some evil. The father said, No, you can't kill my son. If, if this God, this Baal is God, let him fight for himself. Somebody shout, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let him fight for himself if he's God. So they didn't kill this young man. And that was the solution. Gideon now defeated the, the enemies and freed Israel. Freed Israel from the hand of their enemies. Because of who are their enemies? The Midianites. The Midianites were defeated like a miracle. Because the obstacle, when you remove the obstacle, you can defeat your enemy. The obstacle is in your father's house. You see that? So I want you to understand these things. Because we blame everybody. We are, we are not looking and seeing what is in my father's house. Most of the issues come from the father's house. Yeah. Because some of the, look at it there. Let me show you uh, so that you understand it very well. Uh, you can become an authority here and deliver other people. Now look at in um, Exodus 20. Let's go there. Because when we teach, we point where it is in the Bible. So it is up to you to, to take record. Amen. Exodus where? 20, 20. right? Then Exodus 20. Now look at look at it. It's where the Ten Commandments came from, right? He said, um, Atarah said, "Thou shalt have no other gods before me. For thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath." There is in the water under the earth. Five. Look at. Pay attention to five. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, I am jealous God. Number one, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Underline that. That's where the answer is. The moment you hate God, you show it by serving other gods. Mm. It enters into the bloodline. Mm. It's a record. He has to wipe it away. Amen. Then, and if he, if he doesn't, he will, be, he will visit generations. Mm -hmm. 
they will be toiling in vain. No progress. Mm. You see that? So, and look at the promise again for those who love him. Look at it. And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandment. This true love is what governs everything. This true. Those who hate God and those who love God. They are right. That's why when you go to the US or even your country or my country, who are the senators? Go and check them, the judges, the people. Go and check them. Their fathers accepted the missionaries, served, served with the people who came in their land to bring the gospel. Those people, even though they don't know God, most of them don't know God, but they are still ruling the country. Yes. They are judges, they are senators, they are very big people, they are, they are lawyers, they are when you interview them. They will tell you that when missionaries came into my country, my father, uh, you know, received them. Mm -hmm. They built the church. They did this. They did that. God is still blessing those families. Amen. Amen. They are the ruling class. They are the ruling class. Mm -hmm. You see that? So what God does, um, many people here uh, who are prospering, it is not them. It is not them. It is also what their fathers, forefathers have done and which is helping them you see that because their bush has been cleared so nothing is opposing them but if your father served uh, evil spirit and resisted the gospel come and see your children will be slept you will be you will be you will be you will be, you will be downtrodden except you rise up become born again and find answers renounce those things and then take your own faith with God by your hand. Amen. Then you prosper. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together. Amen. So, so, so the two movements, the two movements is the movement of those who hate God. They will go down. And another movement is the movement of those who love God. They will go up. Yes. So that's why we preach the gospel. We preach the gospel so that you have opportunity to cross over. Amen. As long as you are still alive, you can cross over Amen. from this side to the other side. Amen. So Amen. that is very, very important. That is very, very important. Because this, these other people that are going nowhere, they think that they will by themselves do something, go some no, they are going nowhere. In their destiny, they are they are going nowhere. The devil knows them. When, when the devil looks at them, he knows. He knows. They know the history. They know what happens in their family. We call them familiar spirits. Mm. Every yes. familiar spirit has history. Yeah. It's like um, they have the records. They will tell you, on so, 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 so days, your father killed a man. Look at what uh, your brother had uh, you know, uh, uh, affair with another woman. They have all these records. Mm. They will tell you in the law court. That's why we have the court of heaven. Mm. You see that? They will say, because of that, no progress. You won't, you won't succeed. You will not do it because they are sin in your blood. Mm. You see that? So you'll be toiling and thinking that um, you know but when you are when you are aware of these things, as what um, the Bible tells um, Esau. He said when you grow and um, you grow big, you can get out of your brother's um, bondage. You can you can you can you can break the yoke mm. if you know how to. You see that? But if you are ignorant, you'll be under the yoke of your brother. Mm. You see that? So this is very, very important that we realize that many born-again people 
are still struggling. Why are they still struggling? Because they do not understand how these things work. So if you are born again, praise God, congratulations, please go Amen. ahead. Go ahead and remove your father's evils. Amen. How do you do that? We are going to teach you how to do that. See that? Because that is another thing. You have to renounce those evil. In fact, there are people in your family, if they are not agreeing to be born again or cross over, you, you, you just allow, love them, keep them where they are, but don't, don't, don't have anything to do with them. Keep them where they are, love them. If they need money, you can send them, but they are not going to be your friends because they keep on doing evil. You see that? So um, it is important for you to understand that, that um, uh, this is not where you joke because this is where life and death work on this. You see that? When our daughter uh, was sharing her dream, yes, I know. I know that, yes, this is something happening in the family. It's a family thing. It's a bloodline issue. It's a bloodline issue. So that animal there is, is a demonic presence which needs to be cast out. But you use a very good word. You say, get out of here. You don't belong here. Yes, that's a good word. So, but um, uh, when you say it once, uh, you can say it again and again, all the time, yeah. until you feel in your spirit that it's gone. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So then you have victory. Amen. Uh, there are a lot of issues um, like that. For example, if um, if um, there's somebody homosexual in your bloodline, mm. you know that spirit will be knocking at your door, mm. uh, you, you know, tell, telling you, "I have rights here. I have right to come." You say, "No, you don't have rights here." You say, "No." So why do you have a right there? That in your bloodline, somebody, somebody, somebody did something that's calling them to come. Oh, you see that? You have to renounce it. Amen. And uh, and uh, and remove that and say, I am no more part of that bloodline. Praise God. Yes, I have a new blood, the blood of Jesus. Amen. Yes, Amen. 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 So those are the things we do. Uh, it doesn't happen automatically. It doesn't happen because you're only not. You have to remember to re do these things, you know. So those are the things that I'll show you from Scripture that Jesus has provided for everything. For example, if we go to Galatians 3, 13, 14, and let's just go here now. I'll show you that there's a provision for the deliverance. Um, Jesus has provided for it. Okay, let's read one to go. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. See, the provisions are here, just like just like in the Constitution, the provisions are there. But until you apply the provisions, they are all there. For example, your Constitution says, if your Constitution in your country says, yes, yeah, if any citizen of uh, Nigeria or Philippines or Ghana or uh, Hong Kong uh, is entitled to uh, this benefit, is entitled to this benefit, or uh, if he's about to marry, uh, he's entitled to maybe uh, 50,000 
uh, you know, Naira or, or dollar, whatever. Those provisions are there. They are all there. If you don't know it, nobody will force it on you. Mm. But if you know it and you go and apply, then they will do it for you. Amen. That's how it is, yeah. Amen. You see, that it doesn't happen because it is written, then you, you are not applying it, then you have no. You have to say, I want this. You see that? Every constitution has a lot of provision that if you know what is there for you and you go and apply in the various governments, you will get all those things. You will get all, all those things. If somebody has seized your land, there's provision there how you can get your land back. But as long as you don't know, somebody is holding your land. You see that? So these are some of the things, like this provision here now. Yes, you can you can see that there are Christians who would have used this and remove the cost you know, of, of their life. But they are not doing that. This was, let me show you how you apply, how you apply the provisions in the Bible. Uh, let's go to Romans 10. I'll show you how every provision had the same way to apply it. Is in Romans 10, 9 and 10, or 10, 10. That's how to, um, that's how you will apply apply the provision let's see that so nine want to go that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shall believe in thy heart that god hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved now ten for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with thy mouth Confession is made unto salvation. Ten is the principle. Amen. Ten is the principle. Ten is the principle. For example, um, if I see that um, that beast in my dream, I will wake up. I will come to this place. I will read this place and say, "Look at what I will do." I will read this place. And say, For with thy heart man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Then I will do it. Look at how I will do it. I will say exactly what my sister said. I will say, this beast that has entered my life, whatever sin has brought you in, I repent of it. Okay? Yes. First of all, you repent the sin that brought it. A sin brought it in. It may not be you committed that sin. It may be sin that is in your family's bloodline. So you, you repent. You say, I repent of this sin that brought in this animal into my life. I repent, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Or whatever it is, if my father has committed it, or my mother, or anybody in my life, or myself, I am sorry about it, I repent of it. Then I have power. I say, this beast, in the name of Jesus, I command you, get out of my life. Amen. It must go. So, so you follow the word. You follow the word. Follow the word. So uh, the same thing happens everywhere. If there's always uh, enemies knocking at the door, they want to enter uh, because they feel they have right. If they don't have right, they will never knock at your door. Mm. They always feel that they have right. Mm. And when you see the right they have is what somebody has done in your family. Yeah. Ah. That? So that's that, that's the bloodline. The bloodline. One day I was praying about this and I said, Lord, show me. The Lord showed me a dream. Wow, I saw it. 
I saw it. Look at look at what the Lord. So it not very far. I, I think it should be last month or two. I I was praying over this matter and the Lord showed me. It was like um, it was like a map. The map that that uh, linked. You can see the roads in mm. that map. The roads are linking everywhere. Mm. I said, what is this? Thing? They said it's blood line, blood line. Mm. It's linking like this. So when I was following the, on this road, at the middle of the road, I see a lot of ants covering that road. I said, why these ants? Yes, those ants. Then I now see that those ants were attracting other things that like to eat the ants. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what I saw there was the war gecko. I told my wife, the war gecko was coming, they were coming to eat the ants. Mm. Then when I buy from the Lord, the Lord said that is how bloodline works. He said one thing leads to the other. Mm. You see that the ants were attracted by probably sugar. Yes. If you if, if you in your bloodline somebody Sweet. loves sugar so much because it's it is in your blood, diabetes is knocking. Yes. You see that that is the ant is yeah. knocking, is attracted by the sugar. Sugar. And another thing that loves the diabetes is also coming. The world gecko wants to come. Yeah. So another thing also that that is how this is multiplying. Mm. So when I saw the picture, wow. One thing leads to the other, one thing leads to the other. So now, what do you do? Number one, remove the sweetness that is bringing the hand. Yes, amen. You confess it, you say, Lord, I am so sorry for, for, for overloading my system with yes. um, sugar. Amen. Give me the right appetite. Yes, Lord. Then you begin from there. Amen. Then when the appetite goes, the sugar is removed. You see that the ants will go, then the world gecko will go. Amen. You see that? That's how the Lord showed me this in a dream. So I now realize that wow. For example, uh, most of the people suffering from diabetes, you know. So in their bloodline, you know, they have they have acquired thirst for sugar, a lot of sugar. And um, um, if you do not, if you do not follow the the system, the Bible says this way. Look at how the Bible says it. The Bible says that if you do not fulfill the desire of the sin, you see that if you do not fulfill the desire, it will not happen to you. See, for example, if there is um, in your bloodline um, uh, probably drug, somebody has been using drug, either the father or the mother or somebody, it will be in the bloodline. And then the spirit of the, of the drugs will be trying to enter into that bloodline. Mm-hmm. And the, you are not interested. The moment you are not interested, even though the, the issue is there, it will not force itself inside. If you say no, no spirit will force you. They don't force you. They don't have right to force you. You see that? If you say no, I don't want this, they will stay away. You see that? But what evil spirits, familiar spirits do is, in order to deceive you, uh, they will tell a lot of lies. They will bring a lot of intrigue. For example, when they are coming to you, they may not come as an animal or as a, they will come as a friend you love so much. Somebody you will welcome. 
they will call. When you see, say, oh, it's my friend. That's why if you're, if you have a dream and you're seeing your, 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 your dead parents coming back to you, you don't accept that. It's familiar spirit. When you are dreaming, oh, you say, it's my father, it's my father. No, it's not, it's not your father. If your father has died, the, 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 the spirit can take his image. Because you will accept that, right? Mm. Yes. Good. So that we call it familiar spirits. Mm. Familiar spirits are liars. Yes. They use uh, somebody you love mm. to deceive you so that you can welcome them. Mm. Yeah. You see that? So um, um, somebody had a dream. The, the mother has died. You see the mother telling her, "Oh, don't cry, eh? I've been deceived." You know all those type of things. It was and I said, "No, no, no, no! Don't believe that. They're familiar spirits." Because when you welcome that person as your mother, it's another it's another spirit. Mm. You see that? When 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 you are seeing people who are dead in your bloodline coming back to you, just know that it is no. Amen. Just don't consider it a no. Mm. Alright? So that's familiar spirit. So those are the things we need to know so that you can keep your house um, tidy. Let's go finally to um, to Matthew Matthew seven Matthew seven twenty four twenty five. Therefore, whosoever hears these things of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock, and the rain descended. And the first came, which blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell off, for it was founded upon the rock. This place, this place, these two things you have read, it holds a lot of power and secret into your deliverance. Where you, where you read now, Jesus said, Whosoever here, it's good, right? But he said it's not enough. And then you are doing them. Where Amen. the power is in doing that, where we miss it. We say, I believe, I believe, I believe. Therefore, when I'm born again, uh, why is this thing coming to me? Because I believe already. No, your belief is only half. It's 50%. You have gone see 50%, but where you get deliverance, 100%. Amen. See that? Amen. So, so when people are saying that, correct them because you are now more educated than them. They will think that the moment you believe all these things, devil will not touch you, nothing will touch you. No, it's not like that. They will still touch you if you do not do. You see, it is not the hearers of the world that are served, it's the doers of the world. That's right. Amen. If you want to slap the devil upside, do the world. Amen. He doesn't like those who do the world. He likes those who hear the world. <laughs> because if you hear the world and you're not doing it, the devil likes you. Yeah, because the power to beat him is in doing the work. Amen. Yes. So look at it there. So Jesus said, it, if you are hearing the word, um, the other people, the other people there, whose house fell, whose house fell, they were hearing the word, mm. but they didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Yes. The one whose house did not fell after the tempest was hearing the word and he was doing it. Amen. If you get the secret, you're fine. So, um, if in your family, um, people are born again, 
that are still suffering a lot, uh, you know, so this is where it is. It is a 24, it is a 25. They know the truth, but they are not doing it. Yes. I, I am 100% sure. They know the truth, they are not doing it. Yes. You see that? So um, you have to correct that. You said now that you know the truth, he said, don't commit adultery. Stop it. Yes. He said, don't tell lies. Stop it. He said, don't take what does not belong to you. Do you do that? You know, you begin to correct those things. They want to make the key to the doing of the world. They will win completely. You see that? That's their area. We know that many people uh, make mistakes. Because many people think that even if they are not following, even if they are not doing the world, that God understands yeah, that uh, they will still make it. You know, they feel like ordinary people. No, 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 no. The devil is the one punishing, not God. Mm. You see that? When people sin, it's not God that will pursue you. No, it's just an agent that does that. It's the devil. Mm. The devil knows when you have gone, when you have gone what afraid. Mm. He knows when you are not doing the work. So, and look at what happened. Um, 26. Let's read 26, 27. One to go. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be like unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended. And, and the, the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. What is this house he's talking about? Uh, your life, my life. Yes. It's not, it's not building that you're talking about. Amen. Talk about Amen. See that? You can see what, if you are hearing the word of God, you're not doing it. He says your house will fell. Your house is your body. You're, 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 you're going to enter trouble. See that? So the secret is to hear and to do, and do it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. You've got to Amen. 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 So we're going to pray and we're going to demonstrate that. So now, uh, if you have a case, whether in your dream or whether physically, uh, there are things that come into your life that is disturbing you. Uh, we're going to pray together. Can you rise up? We're going to deal with certain issues. So this is purging your father's house. So we're going to try to purge our father's house. Your father's house is where your house comes from. Your father's house is where your house comes from. And because of the, 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 this link between you and your father, most of the time it's not the mother, actually, it's the father. The father is the strongest person because he has the power. He has the power of blessing. He has, it is the father, it's not the mother. It's the mother can still affect you if he speaks over your life. We are going to purge our father's house now. I want you to think about uh, your father's house in terms of um, uh, the life 
in your family life. If you watch your family, what is it that is troubling that family? If you watch your family, what is it that is troubling that family? Is it poverty? Is it food? Is it anger? Is there anger in your family? Is it unforgiveness? Is it um what what is the threat there that says is it sickness? Is it disease? Do people die? Are they there prematurely? Those things are, are what you need to just ask about this. The Lord will give you the idea how to pray. The idea how to pray. The, the idea how to pray. Yes. The blood line. The blood of Jesus will wipe away those things that are in your blood line. That's why the blood of Jesus is here. You wipe away every wrong thing in your bloodline. Pray this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Say, I open my door. To the Spirit of the Living God. Say, I open my heart. To the Spirit of the Living God. I say, Jesus. Come into my house. The Lord of my house. Be the Lord of my house. Answer the door with the knock of my door. Say, Jesus, you are the Lord of my house. No evil shall come near my dwelling. Say, my house from corner to corner. From chamber to chamber, be sanctified, be clean and holy. For Jesus is the Lord of my house. In the name of Jesus, I say, in the name of Jesus, let every bloodline, my own bloodline, be purified. By the blood of Jesus, every sin, every iniquity that is in my bloodline, sins committed by my father or by my forefather or by my mother or by my grandmother, anything that's opposing me. That is in my bloodline. I ask Jesus to remove certain drugs be removed, immorality be removed, anger be removed, lust be removed, evil be removed, jealousy be removed, every spirit. That is in me. That is in me. That came through the bloodline of my family. I ask Jesus to remove them. In the name of Jesus, I am free. I am free from anger. I am free from loss. I am free 
from division. I am free from jealousy. I am free from drugs, from appetite, from worldliness. I am free from them all. In the name of Jesus, I command my blessings to return. Long life, good health, joy, peace. In the name of Jesus, restore unto me pure heart. Restore unto me health, wealth, wisdom, understanding. In the name of Jesus, whatever the enemy has stolen, now return back to me. In Jesus' name, I am free. I am happy. I am prosperous. I am joyful. I am a winner. Yeah.